Welcome to Come Queens. My name is Charlotte. <laughs> and I am Grace. <laughs> On this week's episode, we're back at you with some pussy news, talking paid leave, text ass, and some other <laughs> um, fun side stories. Yes. <laughs> side stories. Yeah, I forgot I was doing the intro. <laughs> I was, we just talked about we're it. We're also going to, this is our musical episode <laughs> no, in, yeah. our, in our next season. Um. <laughs> we sing everything. Yeah. That won't get old. Um, so yeah, Biden's uh, Build Back Better plan. Mm. Build Back Better. BBB, Triple B, Biden. But, oh, he, is that why better, they did the fucking Bs? Like because of the Better Business Bureau? Oh, oh, or B for Biden. B for Biden. B is for Biden, not good enough for me. <laughs> B is for Biden. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So we this bill was looking amazing from the beginning. I mean, you had it was three point five trillion dollars. Guess who's on track to be the first trillionaire? Uh, Elon Musk. Yeah, that fucker, <laughs> that fuckhead. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's in the, absolutely insane. Like the difference from billion to trillion <laughs> is. Unfat. Well, it is fathomable. Well, but not, but not exactly. So scary. I mean, it's so much money that you. It's so much. Yeah. Um, but so it a drop in the bucket for for Elon. Um, the, no, <laughs> no. He could pay. Yeah, he could. No, pay for this he couldn't because it's trillions, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, money isn't real. Let's let's face facts. Right, and like most of his money is like valued. His like business, what his business is valued as, so right? It's not, it's not like liquid fucking money. Yeah, yeah, no, not liquid. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but but we're we're trying to build back. They say, <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to be better because it kind of just seems like we were pumped full of a lot of bullshit and lies. Yeah, it seems like more of the same. But I did my research like two hours ago, um, and as of then, Grace, uh, paid family leave was totally gutted from the bill, even though it started off in the bill, the original plan included 12 weeks paid family leave and um, medical replacing two-thirds of earnings up to $4,000 per month, lowest paid workers would receive 80% of the income, and... As of then, Mansion objected, and then it was slashed to four weeks, and then I heard it was out completely. So it was out completely, but in a letter to colleagues Wednesday, I'm reading this from NPR, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who, side note, claims she's the member of Congress who has changed the most diapers because she had five babies in six years, which is insane. I mean, five babies in six years? I mean, I did read Nancy Pelosi's book, or at least part of Damn. it. And I, I mean, that part alone, you know, she yeah. definitely deserves a lot of credit oh for that. Oh, my God. Pumping out. Um, but yeah, so they went back. The House added it back, basically. Okay. Um, and they're going to have to take it to committee. Um, and it's going to be only four weeks of leave. Okay, so um, the the compromise of lower. And it would not just be for new parents. It would start in 2024, and it would be permanent, um, costing around $200 billion. So this is Musk 
Musk could pay for this part, okay. at least. Yeah. Um, but Joe Manchin is still, you know, holding out. So basically, and it's back to the same thing we talked about in our episode, that they're like, he's saying, do it through payroll tax. And Biden committed to not, ta- like, adding um, tax on the middle, cl- on people making under $400,000 mm-hmm. a year. And then, blah, blah, blah. But I was just watching... I started because of our episode, I guess, two weeks ago. I started a cryender to write down all the times oh, that I cry. Nice. Um, and which I cried twice researching this episode. Not like full tears, but like tear up. And one I of cried the- last night. <gasps> what made you do it? What made <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I love the Netflix original series, The Witcher, which is based <laughs> on a video game. And before that a novelization I learned but the witcher <laughs> I love it okay it's really it's just I think it's really sexy the guy in it, it was has so sexy. long white hair he was so sexy I fucking cried <laughs> he grunts he's like a typical like beefy all in leather he hunts Ooh. witches he and, hunts witches he's well, the foe to witches. the witches he's actually part he's like part witch oh he hunts sorry he hunts monsters okay and he's like had some romantic relationships with witches. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's super hot and he doesn't talk a lot and he kind of grunts and I'm really <laughs> into it. But like his relationship with this one witch is like really good and I kind of cry because it was sad because she had a rough life as a little baby witch. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I cried last night. Uh, Witchers uh, season two is coming out in December for all you Witcher freaks. Maybe out they there. can. Maybe they can. Uh... <laughs> Um, sponsor the pod um <laughs> but but yeah I, I was I cried watching I just them watching because they had like a keep the paid leave like they had mm. like a they stood out in the rain all day yesterday and all these people told their stories but yeah. what we we were talking about specifically like leave after birth but like this mm-hmm. plan would also include leave for you know people who are Taking, family members taking care of six family yeah. and I and then I started COVID. I started to think about it too like and I think maybe that's where I was coming from I was thinking like when my grandfather was dying of cancer both of my aunts were pregnant and and working and we're like going like we were all taking turns because we lived about like four hours away mm-hmm. and we were like taking turns going up on the weekends or like or like taking time off they were taking time off to take him to chemo all the things you know and it's like man like how can there I mean what a stressful situation yeah. and all these people were telling their stories about um, that and like similar things to that, like having a new baby and their mom being in hospice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what do I choose? Do I choose right. the baby or do I choose my mom? Mm-hmm. Like, and that and no one should have to be in that position. Um, Kirsten or Kristen Gillibrand, I got to stop doing that, uh, said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confusing Gillibrand and cinema, not the same. Right. Yeah. G for good. Gillibrand. I mean, she's she's fine. Um, Yeah. She said that fundamentally to provide paid leave, you have to value women and value their work and valuing women and their work is a hard thing for the United Mm, States. True. That's good. Yeah. Way to go, Gillibrand. um, Because I think that's what we have to call out in this conversation. Yeah, that's what it is. Why isn't like just because that's unpaid I mean it should be paid period not mm-hmm. just for like leave right you know just in general you should be paid 
um but if people get paid to vacuum so should you like right, other yeah. people's houses so should you yeah paid family leave is critical for improving women's retention in the workplace which we know has taken a huge hit since covid 1.5 million women i think have left and they said 10 million total workers have left between all i think those are like moms that are leaving but they said yeah. it's 10 million total for like in order to do caregiving wow um well and also like imagine if you had a immunocompromised mm-hmm. parent say and then like are you going to continue to go into the workplace right yeah um yeah um, and Ayanna Presley, who I absolutely love, said, there is not a deficit of resource. There is a, de- a deficit of empathy. Nice. So she also said policy is her love language, which I thought was pretty great. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, stay, but I mean, I will say that like this, this turn of events here, I mean, who knows? It's probably not going to make it through the Senate again. Uh, if I So that's guess. the thing. So now the Senate has to. Yeah. See so it. They're tossing it back and forth. And, yeah. but Nancy's like, we got like, I, we really don't want to let this drop out, but Good. the public pressure is working. So now mm-hmm. is the time. And because even like Joe Manchin is saying, I agree with paid family leave. I just think that it should be done in the private sector. And I'm sure he's <laughs> a very Democrat thing to say. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not that I trust any of them, but um, but yeah, so definitely like this is a time for us to push push for this. So call your call your Congress folk. Maybe I'll go visit Madison Cawthorn's office again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, and then um, it's just so crazy to me that the because yeah, it is about labor and it's about not wanting to pay for women's labor is what it really boils down to. But they they cloak it in the the language of oh, it's going to be a burden on our small business owners. Like that's the classic line. But the research is not there. The research says that little to no harm is done to businesses in the states because there's nine states that have enacted paid leave um, with implemented paid leave and paid leave actually means a lower turnover rate which equals lower cost costs. saving for businesses that's Ugh. the research how are like i don't understand right and it makes and it makes perfect sense too i mean obviously if we've lost 10 million people but no one mm-hmm. wants to work anymore no people yeah. do want to work they're working at home taking care of their families right they can't afford to work and childcare is so expensive i mean yes. they really yeah they really just butchered i mean they're just losing they're, yeah, they're losing steam. The whole, I mean, I, yeah, they're not, I don't think that they're, this bill is going to be very um, disappointing in the end. But I think mm-hmm. that's because our conversation is just, I mean, we're we're just having all the wrong sorts of conversations, I feel like, when it comes to this stuff, too. Because right. we can't, like, rela- that this is not going to fix, they're not, they're never going to come to an agreement. And then the Democrats are always going to have the out. I've been listening so much, I told you, to Bad Faith, mm-hmm. which I love, highly recommend other podcasts. Um, and, like, that's, it's, like, almost like this red herring that they're saying, like, oh, well, you know, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin are holding it up. But right. it's, like... Yo, you guys were never gonna fucking do it. Exactly. That they're the scapegoats. They they're on your team. You needed those guys there, right? To and, get nothing done. Yeah, and then, but in but in fact, then we like 
Biden could be taking other he could be taking executive action. Exactly. On, and he doesn't. I mean, yeah, not, not. I don't think he could do that for paid leave specifically. But um, I mean, I'm not familiar with the ins and outs of what those powers are. But he could cancel. Student, for the whole he could cancel student loan debt for sure. So fuck you, Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're um, going to have. And um, you're falling asleep at the table while we're trying to I'm fucking. Thick, did you see that? No. Oh, no I mean, sense, though, I can the see irony. That, Sleepy know? Joe. That's what. Yeah. yeah. He's tired. No, he fell He's asleep old. at the climate fucking <gasps> conference yeah. oh yeah. that looks bad dude it doesn't doesn't look great <laughs> um but yeah you're falling asleep at the wheel um and we gotta we gotta get on a new wave yeah i mean if if america does not get paid leave this is gonna further widen the gap between rich and poor well it's it's disgusting eight percent of low-wage workers and low wages if you make thirty five thousand dollars a year have access to paid leave as opposed to 92% of high-wage workers. Wow. It's disgusting. Well, yeah, that was always like the discomfort. Like when I would work, when the two factories I worked in, there was like the office staff mm-hmm. who had a whole different set of benefits oh, than yeah. the people who worked on the like factory floor, which was like much harder work than mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Like people, the people in the office were literally just dicking More around. More physically and, like, taxing, like... Well, yeah. I mean, everything about everything about it is harder. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think but I think that people are pushing back. I still believe mm-hmm. like the workers rights movement that's happening right now. I mean, strike over. and also well, now it's November. It's spr- yeah, now it's strike them. <laughs> um but I think we I think you can go, you know, in the meantime, push at your employers for this too. Mm-hmm. Um and you guys have the bargaining power now that you um did not have before. Like because of the lack of people in the workforce, like right. in all these empty jobs, like you need to say back your, you know, back your coworkers for family leave. Bless you. Thank you. I really <laughs> held that in. <laughs> um, but are you, I hope you're not allergic to strike them. <laughs> <laughs> no <Yeah>. way, Jose. <laughs> um, Biden's other attempt, <clears throat> his second attempt to send his Department of Justice after Texas too. Um, is also going in, in a very mediocre direction. <laughs> um, with the um abortion law, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he's you know he sent them. The Supreme Court just said like, you guys don't have the authority to bring this case, more or less. Um, so there's six, six three though. Um, six of the justices are I mean it's a concerning law but right. they were just saying like that the DOJ doesn't have the standing to do it okay yeah so with that we're left with just continuing to watch and wait um, I think because for the for the cases to come through in the lower courts and then see what happens well and because the people who need to sue are the abortion providers mm-hmm. the ones who are actually affected by the law but there is that cra- that crazy guy who you know, sitting at home on house arrest who sued. He, oh, yeah. Yeah, he sued. I saw him interviewed on The Daily Show. It was a, it was a good segment. Um, but, you know, he's suing um, somebody. He's trying to, te- like, he's doing a test case. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what they really need. But it's, to me, it's wild that the abortion providers just, like, stopped. Like, it's like, did one day they just go, like, we can't fight you anymore, Texas? Like, I know. you know? Yeah. Um, lay down their their. Um, I mean, because specul- it because I guess and I guess the one doctor did do 
the one I mean they're the one for the test case mm-hmm. he admitted to doing yeah. to performing an abortion but they think that it's like yeah it's basically prevented like half of the um abortions since the new law's gone into effect um so I but I think like the actual point of the biggest part of the law that I'm hoping that they challenge is going to be like outside of abortion itself but more like the notion that a private citizen could go after someone right yeah. for anything yeah <laughs> but because they were saying like you could flip it and be like gun laws like what if what if new jersey mm. makes a gun law where they say if you see someone with a gun you can you know and they murder someone you can no, not sue not them. murder them oh, okay. anyone you just have one oh. oh i sue you know like i sued you for having you know or whatever mm. yeah um they could restrict other things that perhaps people on the other side of the aisle, I guess you would say. I sure. don't know. I yeah. care about more. I just hesitate <laughs> to even use that terminology. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, that's, I'm sighing it myself. I'm just <laughs> like, ew. Um, but yeah, so we're keeping an eye on you, Texas. Yeah, Texas, <laughs> Texas has got a lot going on now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, our, uh, our favorite governor, Greg, Greg Abbott. Uh, yes. You know what he's up to lately? What's he doing? He's really concerned about pornography in, in public school libraries <laughs> for some reason. Um, actually, there's been a string of Texas uh, politicians trying to go after books in public schools and access. This all relates to CRT, quote unquote, uh, yep, too. teaching critical race theory and um, sexuality. So Greg Abbott asked the state's association of school boards to quote ensure no child is exposed to pornography or other inappropriate context in a texas public school um so again do you think they're gonna get like catcher in the rye remember they like always be talking about necking about it oh necking i always just thought that was such a funny i like i remember being like what's that making out or putting hickeys on necks i think it's just making out okay I don't, yeah, I was I don't trying know. to think about like what what schools K through twelve have pornography like what's considered pornography? I read this. Twilight? I, I read oh maybe Twilight. Yeah, I read a juicy. I have no idea what it was called, but I did read a book when I was probably like twelve, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like a some you know because I would do like the thing where if you like read, I don't know, like if you oh if you read if a you read a certain book, you get a pizza party or something. Well. No, that's Book It. But I, I would do – you didn't have – I can't believe you didn't have Book It. But um, you really missed out. Book it that's the Pizza Hut thing. But oh. but they would do – like the library would have competitions. I did a lot of reading competitions as a kid. Now that's that cool. I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. You love to read. Um, kind of. I'm trying to get back into it. Um, but, but yeah, so there was one – and like I read this. It was – but it was – juicy like they went yeah they were twins they went Uh to they went to summer camp and like i think they did i think they fucked but like the twins no not the not the the fucked other people not each other maybe another series maybe another (laughs) maybe um that'd be really hot 
But yeah, I remember like feeling like I knew what the book was about, but like feeling like I was going to get in trouble for it because like, Mm. you know, I was in this like in the summer. Let me preface this by saying I spent my summers with my hyper religious father. Yeah. So I was like. You were having some feelings. I was having some. I was. And I was like, they're going to know. Are these these sins I'm feeling? Are these sins? I was like, I like it. (laughs) I like the sin. Um. So, (laughs) but yeah, so, I mean, I do think probably some, you know, I don't know, but who knows by their, by their standards, like that's what I'm saying, by their standards, what's pornographic. Yeah. There's no set of standards. There weren't even any, he wrote a letter um, to the Texas Association of School Boards and he said the parents have the right to shield their children from obscene content in schools. Um, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, if, if this content exists, he doesn't even know if it exists. He said, if, if this exists, promptly remove it, please. And then, um, I can imagine the librarians, like librarians are badasses and I bet you that they're going to. Oh my God. Tech, my school has the cutest fucking librarian. She, oh my God. I love her. I want to be her. She's this (laughs) tiny little woman with like white hair, wears like high-waisted pants, looks fucking fabulous, has scarves. She's a badass feminist for sure. And yeah, librarians are cool. Librarians are cool. And you know, when they passed the Patriot Act, librarians around the country went in and deleted everybody's book records um, Mm. because they were like, we're not going to let you fucking stalk these people down and start another House on American Committee. They're commies. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean- Libraries are socialism. Yeah. I just like to point out. Like one of the last like, standing <laughs> goods, like socialist things we have in America. Yeah. And we just well, saved the libraries. Bad, Did you see that shit in Asheville? We just saved the fucking libraries. They were trying to close down three of our libraries and the people rose up Hell and we yeah. still have them. I wish we could. That being said, still wish we could get that kind of, you know, motivation for, for you know, reparations. But. Yeah. Other. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's, so what's, ha- what's yeah, so their response it, been? This letter, there's no specific exam- examples of this content, but he states like, parents are really becoming alarmed by all the pornographic images and substances in schools lately. Um, I mean, it's probably, the pornographic images in schools are probably on everybody's cell phones, if I had to guess. I, I would assume. Um, and let's see. Where are my notes over here? Okay. Um, the response was <laughs> this. Uh, so there were, there was no official public response. It's not response, like a law. But there was a spokesperson um, told NPR that they were confused um, because they don't have any authority over school dr- districts to determine like what books are bad and take these out because library books are reviewed at a district level. So them him drafting this letter to the uh, school board association was like, what the fuck? What are we get, what are we supposed to do with this? Like, why are you telling us this? So I wanna, yes. it's, it's ridiculous. So it's total so it's basically just symbolic because yes. he's like riding this wave of this whole like uh-huh. of the whole white ladies in the school. I mean White ladies in school districts out here fucking acting like psychos. They did it here with yep. the yeah, screaming about the mask. The mask. Scream, yep. Screaming about the CRT. Which yep. is like, 
if only we were learning critical race theory in schools. I know. They really it's think... It's not even happening. No, it's not. I like, don't understand. They really uh, think that. I but mean... But it's not happening whatsoever. I, like, legitimately, I feel like in school, I got, like, Martin Luther King and that Harry was... Harry Tubman. Harry Tubman, of course. Uh, little yeah, Frederick kn- Douglass. But that's pretty much the end of history it. History is written by white, wim- white, white men. Right, yeah, white men. <laughs> so And, and proliferated and by guys, white women. We that's like, what we're still learning. We're holding on tight. Yeah. Um, but Matt Krause, who's a Texas House general, he's also a candidate for attorney general. He also wrote a letter to, to the fucking school board association, the poor school board association of Texas. Is like, what the fuck? Um, but he actually went further and listed 850 book titles that he determined were inappropriate. Guess what? The majority of these books were related to gender identity, sexuality, race and sexual health. And they were written by women and people of color and LGBTQ authors. That's what's happening here. Well, we're guising this language as pornographic, dangerous, smut for ra- our children. Well, and on the and also like with the CRT stuff, they're calling it racist. So, like mm, it's like they. Against white I people. have to is say, like they're really, yeah, they're really like doing a phenomenal job of co. Like as evil as Flipping the shit is, it. yeah, yeah. And like they're, they're good, they're they're quick, and it's really like could happen. Things could change very quickly. Like we, you know, we laugh at how absurd this is, but mm-hmm. like it's also not that far oh, away. No, from it's being happening because Texas lawmakers, yeah, they already passed two laws this year restricting how teachers can talk about race in schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, this shit is it's going down. It's happening across the country. I was just on. Right, it's um, not just Texas. I was just on uh, the website. Nicole Hannah Jones. I was listening to an interview with Nicole Hannah Jones, who started the sixteen nineteen, founded the sixteen nineteen project, and and it was like a it was a map where you could go click on like your state. I'll see if I can find mm. it again and post it in the show notes. But um, it was like find your state and see where your critical race theory like legislation and North Carolina had passed legislation but our governor vetoed it so if Mm. we if we flip I mean we're fucked here if we if our governor is gone um right so yeah which just happened in Virginia today their Mm -hmm. governor lost and guess whose fault it was white women (laughs) guess what it was us again (laughs) guys get your shit (laughs) um Fifty-seven percent of white women voted um, voted for the Republican and Yunkin. What a weird name, Yunkin. Um, and it actually like increased significantly from like the white women who di- who voted for Biden versus you mm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that they felt like because Yunkin would like distance himself from Trump, but also okay. But like wasn't, but was saying, but is also like endorsed by him and has and is saying all the things about no no critical race theory, mm-hmm. take you know leave the monuments, blah blah blah, yes. um, and yeah, uh, white, daughters of the Confederacy. I'm sure there's a lot of those white women in Virginia. Yeah, white women with some college or less, seventy five percent voted for him, and. And now everyone's saying, well, this was going to be this is just showing that the next, you know, the 2022 is going to get swept by the by the Republicans. Um, I don't know how I feel about it all, except that I feel like we do need to hold our other white women counterparts 
accountable in these situations because um, I just I just want to explain to them like, hey guys, you're gonna you're these fucking, people you're don't fu- have your, your inter- interests. Yeah, in they're mind they're fucking you and the rest of the world's interests. You will in never mind. you will never have equality yourself yes. unless all women are liberated. Yeah. And so you keep hoping that these white men are going to throw you some of their power. Exactly. And yeah, you do benefit from them economically. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, you definitely obviously have like benefits from that. But like overall, I mean, I well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a it's not a good system. It's not working for any of us. Right. And um, I, but that being said, that this isn't an endorsement of Democrats as the solution to that. Um, no, obviously, because they don't get shit done. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, it seems like they're just blowing a lot of smoke up our asses. Um and we also, I was so bummed about this one, India Walton in Buffalo, who was a socialist candidate who won, she, she won against the incumbent, she primaried the incumbent mayor of Buffalo, mm-hmm. and then she fucking won, but then he mounted a write-in campaign and beat her oh, in, the, in the general. Yeah. yeah, it's a bitch. But cool to see like a socialist on Get the scene really pretty far yeah um yeah and i mean ran a great campaign grassroots support you know um Hell yeah uh so i was i was excited listening to that this morning and it looks like governor phil murphy in new jersey is gonna keep but it was close is gonna win again but new jersey even though i feel like they're reliably blue for mm-hmm. like president We've definitely had Republican. We had Christy Todd Whitman. I met her. She was the governor of New Jersey for like okay. what seemed like my entire childhood. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was a Republican. Um, but, you know, they're just eking by. Uh, but the only good news and the second time I cried today <laughs> was listening to Michelle Wu, who is the new mayor of Boston. Um, she's the first woman to be mayor of Boston in 200 years. Oh, I mean, damn. ever. Yeah. And um, she's a daughter of Taiwanese immigrants. So she's also an Asian American woman. Um, and uh, she she just I watched a forum with her on their local uh, radio station today. And um yeah, she just she has a, she has lived experience. Like her mother um, has mental illness and was unhoused for a time, and she was talking a lot about oh, like wow. that that caregiving role too. Mm-hmm. Like that she was had to play. You know, people really don't talk. Like no, I, people do yeah. not talk to you about that. Like mm-hmm. how you're going to be responsible for caring for your parents, and you don't know at what point. Mm-hmm. Like that could happen at any point in your life. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I mean, you think about kids and you think about, well, you can, to some degree, you can choose, if you don't live in Texas, you can choose whether or not to have kids. Right. Um, but, yeah, but I feel like those things. Or I think just, in America, people don't talk about it because it's very commonplace in other mm-hmm. countries and other cultures for multi-generational households and everyone takes care of, right. you know, you know you're going to take care of your parents. And here we, well, I think we moved away from it a lot, like yeah. literally moved away from it. Like we don't live in the same places where our yeah, parents that's live true. very often, <laughs> um, which is, I mean, that's a huge difference from like, my mom was just telling me that the other day that like my great grandmother, when her mother 
um, was older, she like Grandma Amy <laughs> would go from like house to house, like from sibling to sibling. Mm. And then she would like stay a little here, stay a little there, and they just kind of like Aww. passed her around, which is kind of oh, cute. That's cool. You know, and they all lived like in the same ish area. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, they were all within two hours of each other, I would say. Um, so, yeah, I think um, she seems like a, a really cool, badass person. And oh, yeah. she carefully crafted her messaging about public safety and how she wants to provide other services. Um, they were trying to get her with saying like that she said defund the police, which mm. she didn't say. It did sound like she's into reallocating funds though, <laughs> um, which is cool. But like yeah. Boston's been run by the fucking Irish Catholics oh, for gosh, so yeah. long, mm-hmm. um, but it's a majority minority city, which I had no idea. Hmm. Um, I have like I have to say I shit on Boston a lot. Um, I think a lot of people do, and I think that's okay. Honestly. You think it's okay? You yeah. think it's justified? I think it's okay. Um, my <laughs> husband has a cousin that lives in Boston, and he's really cool. I like him a lot. But um, <laughs> but I mean, it's hard to judge a whole city based on yeah. this one nice guy. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I I think that you know, well, in Boston, cops like terrible, mm-hmm. terrible rip. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge that's a huge move. That's a huge sign of of progress. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um another small win is <laughs> we covered this in oh, in our like Olympics episode. Female handball players no longer have to wear bikini bottoms. What? Wow, one small what? step for a woman, one giant leap for shorts. <laughs> um yeah, cuz Norway protested during the Olympics. Ooh. If you recall, they got fined like a hundred dollars each, and then Pink was going to pay for their uh, for their fine. But then the they changed the rules. Yeah, they changed the rules on them, so it's going to take effect in January. So they can wear shorts, no longer high cut bikini bottoms. Uh, wow, uh, amazing! <laughs> Look how far we've come. <laughs> we um, did it, guys. <laughs> Feminism. We've done all we can do. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You know, Job well done. Go home and go to brunch, bitches. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, um, I have one more story too, which I should have just brought up earlier when it made more sense. But <laughs> Elon Musk's tweet. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about this? I don't. Not on the Twitter. Stocks went down because he tweeted. Um, <laughs> no. Um, he said he tweeted, "Am I thinking, or I am thinking of starting a, a new university, Texas Institute of Technology and Science, oh. which is just an acronym for tits." <gasps> and Ew. like, God, this man. Like, well, first of all, you know if he this has Asperger's, right? I mean, I don't know that he has Asperger's. And <laughs> Is that an excuse? Probably not. It's for sure not an excuse. Um, like, And also, I've never been around someone with Asperger's who makes fucking jokes like this. Um, but, but yeah, he oh said he said that he is, yeah. And then, it, like, Twitter went wild over it. Everyone was Photoshopping, like, t- pictures tits. of tits. And it's just like, but, but like when we talk about like women in STEM, well, first he goes to fucking space in a dick and now he's right. t- tweeting about tits. And and it just goes to show you that like clearly there isn't 
like you don't you're not the you don't have to be the smartest person to be the richest oh yeah for um, sure. and uh i mean he's just like a megalomaniac like mm-hmm. and um you know obviously we know that which actually I, I think we should do a whole episode on this actually on women in stem mm-hmm. um because we haven't really done anything yeah, about that clearly still a boys club but like when you have the leader of this this huge ass company mm-hmm. you know um i mean that's that's fucked up although again yeah this all just made like, me pretty leave, down leave the jokes, I, dude you were on snl you did terrible like just move on just move on just get out of the business um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, the old, Michelle Wu was really the best news that I could find this week. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna try to make up something uplifting to say <laughs> <laughs> to end on a high. But note. <laughs> uh, we still have each other. <laughs> I mean, and like that's they're... true though. That's true though. I do feel I have to say I did Halloween. I was feeling powerful was and witchy yeah. as fuck, and yeah. I, I definitely feel like I'm coming more into my own power as yeah. an individual. Surrounding ourselves with other strong women. But this is it's important. But, but these people, it's time for them to go. I mean, we gotta Yeah, what the hell are our politicians doing? Yeah. Nothing. I don't I just And then writing letters to uh associations that can't even do anything and then And I, I just don't I don't know. I mean, I just hope that people will stop them when the time comes, you know? And that maybe there's it's nice to think that there's like a more reasonable solution in the in the in between besides like straight up revolution, which is like obviously like b- bloody and violent. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, that's just how things go. But hopefully, it doesn't come to that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they decide they want to save the climate, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can you know have time to fucking take care of babies. They're right. gonna be sorry. That's all I'm saying. They're going to be sorry when they don't have any fucking buddy to work at all their yeah. exploited, <laughs> exploitative Ex- jobs. Like, exactly. Yeah. Because we're not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, the amount of people. In fact, recently, like several people I just talked to who are either like newly married or getting married. And I like they're like, no, no kid. Like, you know, even people who are in like stable, like. Mm hmm marriage situations right. where you have like where they two could theoretically where they take could, care of a human being like yeah where they would have like maybe enough resources like mm-hmm. even things like that they're just like you know well because it's it would put a huge strain on those things too so uh yeah, yeah. i think we're fighting back in our own in our own natural ways mm-hmm. um but anyway uh thanks for listening if you have a positive news story <laughs> Feel free to share it with us. Share it with us. We want to <laughs> hear. Do we miss it? We want to hear the good news. I looked. I looked <laughs> for a while. I went like a bunch of like probably like 10 pages deep on the Google. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, keep coming back. <laughs> if you work, it works. <laughs> What's mean something? Testing one, two, three, paid leave for you and me.